0: Hey everyone, welcome back to One Shot at a Time. My name is Daniel, You're your Forever DM. Why did I say it like that? Holy shit, that was a weird way of saying it. Yeah, how did that show up on the levels? Uh, I don't know, I don't care. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm Daniel Locke, I'm your Forever DM. This is a DD and d podcast where we take a random prompt and hopefully turn it into a one-shot adventure. Who are uh, you? What?
1: Whoa, who are you? Wait, Whoa. how did you get in here? What uh, the fuck? This is the seventh floor. Oh shit. Security? I'm here to do a podcast. <laughs> oh shit! He just fell into a portal. <laughs> what is this called? Open? Yeah, I just so inspired by your recent improv
0: oh, adventures
1: man. that figured I'd stretch my chops a little bit. I'm a, somewhat of an improvement specialist myself. <laughs> <laughs> i watch a lot of home improvement oh. it's my other podcast i do it oh. in secret from you you know just, home improvement podcast yeah, yeah. i i review every episode and
0: how's that going
1: <laughs> oh terrible nobody listens not even <laughs> my closest friends and family <laughs>
0: probably because nobody knew about it till just now <laughs> anyways but yes i am doing improv and i'll be doing an improv showcase actually this friday september 2nd way after this episode or way yeah this, episode releases, this isn't a plug
1: i guess you. it's just conversation yeah
0: but it'll be pretty exciting. It's my first time being on stage, quote unquote. It's just for family and friends, but it'll be a nice. fun experience.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, cool. And you still don't know who I am, so that's really mysterious. Yeah, who I are could be you? anybody.
0: You're literally the only other person on this podcast.
1: No, there's one other person I can think of.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, oh, wait. Yeah. Damn! <laughs> Damn! Re-
1: revisionist history up in here. I didn't realize I was listening to an episode with Malcolm Gladwell. What is his name? Who? there's a there's a podcast called revisionist history where i think he's like a journalist he goes back and like reviews certain historical events in like a different lens and then tries to kind of like justify certain things was he the guy like, who tried to justify hitler uh no i feel no. like okay i feel like i heard someone was trying to do that and they're <laughs> like we're such like uh, deep thinkers i think you're thinking of uh donald trump
0: oh, oh! controversy and that's gonna show up terribly on the levels great <laughs> but yeah i do improv that that was the whole thing it somehow came into this
1: about right. Donald Trump, and that has nothing to do with the topic of today's episode
0: oh one more plug that's gonna be too late anyways i will be at savodin this saturday doing a panel teaching people how to do one-shot adventures again i don't know why i'm plugging it now it doesn't well, it's, matter
1: it's not a plug it's just conversation yeah, we, it's have, just... we like to have fun around here <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um we like I'll, to catch up
0: yeah i'll probably talk about what we did in the next episode. yeah that'll be, oh, okay so no, no, episode after that so so you're, episodes later you're
1: kind of oh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a long time <laughs> so you're kind of gonna be pri oh right because I'm yeah oh well fun plug for me that isn't a plug I'm gonna go visit a friend in Colorado at yeah. the end of uh, on Saturday yeah which is why I won't be showing up at subtan con that's not a plug just conversation just conversation we like to have fun around here one shot at a time
0: <laughs> all right all right let's get into the show though so we no can-
1: well I need to introduce myself <laughs> sure hey I'm Daniel Daniel what what lee dang what lee does he look like a bitch (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah he kind of does okay so what happened was last episode or maybe two episodes ago talked about how you can show your friends this podcast if they like resident evil because we talk about it but we didn't actually talk about it so yeah we're talking about resident evil
0: yeah we're talking about resident evil daniel's a huge fan of it uh no no i I hate it oh okay what okay (laughs) so you'll get an even deeper cut about resident evil this time because daniel hates it so much right
1: yeah 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 so we haven't really decided what direction we want to take this in in terms of like is it going to be set in the resident evil universe or is it going to be just inspired by chris redfield's big bulging biceps (laughs) so yeah how do you feel about this like would it be more interesting for you to be like You are on Alpha Team and you're in Spencer's mansion. Or would you rather be like, this is a spooky mansion from a necromancer, and like you don't know that there's gonna be zombies?
0: Yeah, like I have to be completely forward with you in the aspect that like Please I I don't know anything about Resident Evil. I've never actually played the game myself. Oh. I've
1: never even watched terrible
0: movies either. You're like a big baby and you don't play horror games. Exactly. Not that Resident Evil
1: is a horror game. It's a horror game, right? Uh it's like a pseudo horror game for the first 30 minutes and then you get the shotgun and then it becomes an action game okay yeah although i i heard seven was pretty horror village or whatever seven it tries to be outlast Mm -hmm. until like the two hour mark and then you get the shotgun and it becomes an action game
0: (laughs) damn clearly we're gonna have to bring out the shotgun at some point
1: um yeah maybe I actually want to start it to learn a little bit more
0: about Resident Evil, since I don't know much about it. What is your favorite Resident Evil game, and why is that your favorite?
1: Well, so, okay, I haven't actually played anything pre-4. So if you're, like, 50 years old, and you're listening to this podcast, and you are a big Resident Evil fan, you'll probably hate me for that. But I know that that's not the demographic we're hitting, so I can just do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, Richard, you're not 40. Yeah,
1: Richard, don't show this to your dad. (laughs) Especially if he likes Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much, like... I grew up like watching my brother play four and five came out and I played that co-op with a friend same thing with six so my perception I guess of Resident Evil as a franchise is it's like all about the sort of like b-horror super cheesy storylines and like crazy over-the-top action and you know obviously like big focus on like the guns there's always Mm -hmm. that like typical gun progression in resident evil giant bosses viruses dudes Mm -hmm. turning into huge monsters after injecting themselves with questionable substances Mm -hmm. yeah so an analog for the olympics basically okay cool so i really respect how resident evil is taking a stance on doping in the olympics (laughs) it'll turn you into a monster What was the
0: reason they made the T-virus? Like, what was the point of it? Is it supposed to be, like, a bioweapon? Was it supposed to be a cure for some cancer disease?
1: Um, oh, man. I think it was these three scientists. And one of them is, I've read his full name, but, like, he's basically just known as Spencer. Okay. And he's, like, who's who owns the mansion? Oh, he's got those sunglasses. No, no, that's Wesker. Oh. That's Albert Wesker. So this is, like, pre- game lore basically Mm. so there's like three scientists and i think they wanted to find the secret to immortality oh okay um eldorado essentially is that is that eldorado lore
0: no wait this is getting eldorado is the gold the the gold aztec shit i think there's like a
1: fountain of youth somewhere in mexico is a thing Maybe you're the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. it's Yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. in Mexico. You can yeah. go right now and be immortal. Totally.
0: I, I just know about it from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's not the point of this podcast.
1: Oh, right, right, right. The Pirates of the Caribbean told you about it when you were in Mexico.
0: Exactly. Okay. okay. But yeah, I'm um, sorry to cut you off on your that bit.
1: Evil. That bit was me deflecting because <laughs> I don't know enough about Resident Evil lore, so I was going to question you about lore that you don't know about. Maybe with The Found of Youth can be something that shows up in this one shot. Who knows? Okay. Keep oh. it in your back of your pocket. Yeah,
0: but you didn't tell me. Which one's your favorite, though? Like, you watched your brother play 4, you played a little bit of 5. Oh, okay,
1: so my favorite game is probably 5, mm-hmm. but in terms of the lore, I think I like just the original Resident Evil Mansion story the most. Okay. Because that's kind of before it got, like, really grandiose and was like, it's like a world-scale crisis. Okay. The president's daughter's involved. Right, exactly, Mr. Pre- it's like Leon pointing a pistol at the president, who's turning into a zombie, going like, "Mr. President." I had to shoot the president. Right. That was a no, weird that anime literally series. happens. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it happens in Resident Evil Six. Oh, does that's how Leon's campaign starts. Oh shit! He kills the president, and then he has to escape the White House.
0: Yeah, I just remember watching like cutscenes randomly where Leon just turns into like John Wick and just goes full action hero on people.
1: Dude, I fucking love. Did you watch the? Uh, I think it's Ven. Data? Uh, no, no. Infinite Darkness. Did you watch the most recent Resident Evil CG movie?
0: No, I don't think so. It was trash.
1: Okay, like, it cool. It was so bad. The story was like incomprehensible. It's infinitely trash. It, yes, infinite. More like infinite garbage. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's great. Cool. Really him. cool. Keep that in there.
0: Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Is there something important from it that we? Should no, know? it was
1: just really bad. Okay. I just want to talk because we, you know, we like to have fun around here. <laughs> that's not a plug. That's just that's just us catching up. Yep. In terms of like stuff we want to pull from here. I think in Resident Evil, there's kind of like, I guess you could say that there's kind of two dichotomies to it, right? Mm -hmm. Or there's one dichotomy to it with two sides, which is one of them is the more contained, like it was a scientist whose experiments went wrong and he created this big facility hidden from the world Mm -hmm. and is like doing crazy shit and making zombies. And then there's sort of like in that storyline, it's like we infiltrate the facility. And then there's sort of the other side of it just more like the 4 5 and 6 uh mm. like stakes basically the story stakes where it's like i'm here to save the world um like they're going to unleash the virus via like basically carpet bombing the entire world with like these virus missiles okay. and like and the entire world is going to turn to zombies and there's like terrorists using bioorganic weapons okay. um to like fight wars and stuff and like create political uh instability so there's like the much wider scale, which is like when Chris Redfield is in the BSAA and he's like going to what different countries, for? it stands for "Built Sons of Bitches" <laughs> across all the damn countries. Because <laughs> like can't say America because he goes to Russia and shit.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh,
1: no, it's like it's like a bio. It's basically like an anti-bio terrorism organization which i think is a really funny word just like bioterrorism yeah but in this context it's just zombies okay
0: so listening from everything you brought to me just now uh, in your probably like eight minute spiel i think it would be nice can we to get take, confirmation on that uh, can we get the stats yeah probably eight minutes spiel. oh
1: god it was 34 minutes yeah
0: totally <laughs> yeah i think at least for me, listening to what you enjoy and have played with from Resident Evil would be cool to take it from a much smaller scale, sure. and that way you can really up the horror elements a little bit more.
1: Oh, another part of Resident Evil that is huge is just, like, wacky, nonsensical puzzles. Yes. This door only opens if you bring the Knight's Crest, mm-hmm. and then you just, like, put it into the thing, and then, like... But it's like, well, if that was the locking mechanism, then why couldn't you just turn the thing in the first... But Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which also adds to the question of, like, who built this fucking weird-ass funhouse mansion?
1: Right, right. Well, it's kind of explained because it's like, why is there this stupid mansion with a bunch of rooms that don't make sense? And it's like, well, it's because the whole mansion is, a- is like, a total front for this guy's, like, fucked-up underground lab. Yeah. And, in fact, he brought his family to the mansion and then, like, killed them and did experiments on them. Huh no yeah there's this legendary meme i don't know if it's like as big but like the the itchy tasty meme which is like you find a journal entry and then it's basically like i mean this isn't funny at all it's actually really fucked up but it's the daughter's journal about basically her descent into madness because she's like injected with the viruses and then it like ruins her body but she also becomes immortal so huh. she just lives, like, this pained existence where, like, she can't really do anything, but she can't die either. Or something like that. I don't super remember. Does anyone put her out of her misery? or she Well, just... you do as the player. But if she's immortal. Uh, you kill her somehow. I think you, like, drop her, or, like, you drop something on her, or you, like, drop her off of a cliff or something. So maybe she's not actually dead dead. But... Yeah, you just dropped her
0: off a cliff for no reason. Um,
1: well, I mean, she's trying to kill you. Oh. Because uh, okay. she, like, goes insane. Uh, well, it's, so it's really fucked up. This is, like, literally just a tangent and has nothing to do with the podcast. Yeah. Just, it's just cool. tangent. It's just cool lore. Yeah. Um, We're just talking here. We have fun. I We like to have fun around. Hey, hey. One shot at a time podcast. We like to have fun around here. We're uh, not like you're those other podcasts that talk about shit. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. Fuck that noise. Stay on topic. That's a Star Wars reference <laughs> for the uninitiated. But, no, it's really fucked up because you find this journal and it's, like, her descent into madness and it's, like, she is, like, obsessed with her mother. And she like really wants to see her, but then her mind gets so clouded through like the delirium that she ends up like her mother comes to her. But at that point, she had like already turned into a monster and she describes like, oh, this like strange woman came to me one day and insisted that she was my mother. So I like killed her and then like wore her skin or something or like I think she like kills her and then realizes that it was her mom and then like wears her face as kind of like an homage to her. And so, like, that's really fucked up, and then, like, you read the rest of the, the journal, and it, like, becomes less and less coherent, and then at the very end, the last entry is just, like, itchy, tasty. It's supposed to kind of imply that she's, like, eating flesh, and she like, you know, like, she has, like, this constant kind of, like, itch, mm-hmm. and, like, a desire to kill kind of thing.
0: Wow, I've never realized Resident Evil was so, like, gruesome.
1: The initial games had, like, some very deep lore. okay. That, yeah, it actually gets, like, pretty twisted. Mm -hmm. I think most people don't really remember that side of Resident Evil because it's just, like, Resident Evil, (laughs) Chris Redfield punching a boulder. Yeah, that Um, was whack. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't choose who you love. Sometimes. That's fair. Sometimes you just gotta love them for what they are.
0: Okay, I mean, now that we have a lot of lore about Resident Evil... Yeah, I think really
1: really got us in the mood.
0: Yeah, I got a clear 101 intro class into it. What about you? Like, what setting do you prefer to play with? Is there something that you were really interested in? Do we get to shoot the president?
1: No, I think I'm more interested in designing a mansion. Okay. Which, now having said that, sounds very daunting. But I guess uh, we'll just do the usual, like, let's throw some puzzles in there and then... see how it goes. Yeah. Okay.
0: The main takeaways for me is just that, like, I would like to implement the idea of the party coming into the mansion, they're acting as A team or they're B team? I don't know. One there's, of the teams gets wiped, I remember. Yeah, there's
1: Alpha and there's Bravo. Uh-huh. And so basically, like, Alpha team has Chris Redfield and uh, Jill, Jill Valentine, Valentine. yeah. Okay. And then B team has, like, Rebecca Chambers and then, like, the rest of the team that doesn't matter because they don't really show up in the game. Because they just die, right? Yeah. I, well, I mean, there's one character that kind of, like, plays a major role because uh-huh. he, like, betrays you. And I, I don't remember if that's Alpha or Bravo, but yeah, basically I... it's like Alpha team has the like superstars and then Bravo team is just like some I... shitheads. And what? yeah, so one of the team infiltrates because basically like they get kind of cut off outside of the mansion because a bunch of zombie dogs attack them. Mm-hmm. So like basically only Chris, Jill and Wesker make it into the mansion.
0: Oh, okay. From
1: Alpha team or Bravo team or whatever team mm-hmm. it is. and then And then Rebecca's team, it's the events of Resident Evil Zero basically. Mm-hmm. So like she does a bunch of shit on a different side of the mansion, and then the stories kind of culminate.
0: So I think it would be fun to explore that, like, the party is one team, and then there's another team that's already there doing stuff. And then mm. if we could mechanically implement a way where, depending on how the player parties interact with certain puzzles, it affects the other team. And the very end of the story, it convenes, and it will determine how what ending they get. I think that
1: would be an hmm. interesting take on this Resident Evil... Funhouse Mansion bullshit. Okay, yeah, well, it's like vaguely kind of like Resident Evil two and three, where you you're like playing as two people. Step ahead of the. Yeah, exactly. No, we're gonna we're gonna tackle the sequels in the next episode. Okay, cool. No, like I don't know, like how much it really plays out like this, but basically, like you control two characters throughout the game, Mm -hmm. and then um, some of the decisions that you make as one character will kind of like influence Uh, uh, the other character's like path. Basically. Gotcha, gotcha. But I mean, it's all set, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, if you do this at this crank, mm-hmm. then the other character will do this. But if you don't, it's just like, you have to do this, it's a puzzle.
0: Okay, so I think just opening it up to the four players, you can just start it off with them getting attacked by zombie dogs, because that's a very, that's that's just how it opens, right?
1: Right, right, right. So let's do this. I think it'll really help us to kind of establish like what the themes or like the aesthetics are of this. So let's just say that when you pitch this to your players you're just gonna say hey it's a resident evil one shot and you're gonna be uh, infiltrating this mansion
0: okay what do you tell someone who hasn't played resident evil (laughs) well you're
1: just gonna say like it's gonna be a zombie game and you're gonna shoot zombies okay and also solve fun puzzles do
0: you want the zombies to be like a surprise to them is that like actually a factor in resident evil in any way yeah
1: well this is interesting because i think anybody who plays resident evil or like you know If you bought Resident Evil at the time, right, Mm -hmm. when it, like, first came out, it would have been very obvious that it was a zombie game, because that's, like, kind of how they advertised it, Mm -hmm. I assume. I don't think anybody was like, oh, it's gonna be a cool police horror game, (laughs) and it's like, whoa, zombies! Yeah, okay. Um, So, yeah, I don't think there's any problem, because, like, you have to do so much, like, meta, like, mind games to convince your players that it's like not Resident Evil inspired and then like spring zombies on yeah, them yeah. and it's just like not really worth the payoff for sure. I think it would be fine to just kind of be like hey, it's a Resident Evil campaign and you're going to experience the um you know like the events of the Spencer mm-hmm. Mansion incident.
0: And then this way it definitely helps the players design their characters to fit that setting a bit right. more ahead of exactly. time. Which like is they can important. design
1: cool special forces dudes basically. Mm-hmm. I think what you would do is straight up just use firearms rules. And then kind of just, like, introduce guns Mm -hmm. throughout the game.
0: So do you want to make it fully Resident Evil where it's like, oh, this is the modern setting, people have guns? Or did you want to pull them into, like, a fantasy
1: and then they have to deal with mansion bullshit as, Um, like, a fantasy class? Well, this one's kind of up to you. I don't mind either way. I think it would be fun for once to just fully flavor it as a Resident Evil game. Okay. And just be like, hey, design your cool alpha team character. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if you play a spellcaster, then you can still kind of just be like, oh, I'm like a a weapons specialist, and I I have like these grenades and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, just like flavor spells like grenades, because they are limited spell slots anyway, so you're not going to be like throwing out like three grenades every turn. True,
0: true, true. And I'm pretty sure Wesker can actually teleport for some bullshit reason.
1: (laughs) So Wesker has superpowers because he was basically like a bioengineered child. He was part of like the Wesker project. So there was, like, a bunch of Weskers. Oh, okay. So they were all orphans. Okay. Um, And then they, like, got experimented on, and then he was one of the sole survivors. There's, like, another one that gets written in in Resident Evil Revelations 2, but... Wow. I think
0: that would be a cool thing for anyone who plays those, like, magic classes. That's, like, something you could spring on them later. It's like, oh, yeah, you were actually an orphan from the Wesker Project. Oh, "Oh, right.
1: I mean, you can definitely, like, if you want to have a backstory where you're just like, yeah, I'm a monk because, like, I have crazy genes in me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then that's totally cool. Blue jeans. Yeah. No. Kinko's. Wait, Kinko's is a fucking printing thing. What van. the fuck? Je- Jenko's? Jenko's? I don't buy clothes, man. <laughs> um, shit. I don't even remember who makes jeans. Wranglers. <laughs> Wranglers. Buffalo. Okay, yeah.
0: That's a jean company. That sounds genius.
1: Yeah, you'll probably have to cut out the 30 minutes it took us to look up jean companies.
0: Levi's. But there I'm glad
1: go. we are fine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's another one we found on Google. Yeah, yeah.
0: So- we have the opening sequence. We know that they're getting introduced to the game like, it's a zombie horror mansion with puzzles. That's what they have to deal with, and there's firearm rules. Yep. You guys are using guns going into this. Should we have like a Mixer X enemy where it's just like, I'm invincible and scary, and now I walk after you kind of thing?
1: Um, I think it'll help us to decide what we actually want to put in the mansion if we decide how we want the, the one-shot to actually end. Mm-hmm. Because...
0: Well, before that, I want to know what feeling we want to convey with this one shot.
1: Right, yeah. But I mean, because so, so, uh, with like, with Tyrant, for example, mm-hmm. um, basically he periodically shows up throughout the game, sort it's of tyrant. like Tyrant. is Mistrex. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like, it's codenamed Tyrant. Um, oh, okay. is like, cause it's like T-Virus. Oh, so it's oh. like the Tyrant. Cause they were trying to make like the ultimate weapon. Oh, so, so it's a Tyrant. tyrant. His name is Tyrant and it's T-Virus, yeah. Okay, oh, gotcha. At least I think you can fact check me on that not the mr t virus Um, i i'm actually like into resident evil lore so like please tweet at us yeah (laughs) and then i'll send it to him and And maybe you'll have fun exploring some resident evil lore right no but like so because what happens with him is he he will like periodically show up throughout the game and it's like a boss fight Mm -hmm. and then it it culminates in you killing him at the end so i'm wondering like are we gonna have them just sort of do something in the mansion and it's kind of just like a spooky mansion or do we want to do like you discover that there's a lab under the mansion, and then you go into the lab and you kill the guy.
0: So I think the core elements, like you said, is that we have to enter the mansion, there has to be a puzzle aspect, and they have to deal with zombies. Yep. And then at some point, they should go into the lab and probably blow up the mansion. I assume that's how it's going to end. They're going to blow up the mansion and then just barely get away at the yep. skin of their teeth.
1: Exactly. There's going to be a helicopter.
0: Yeah, missiles. They'll fight. They'll, only, they'll have to collect items to shoot at the Mr. X and then to kill him. Right, me.
1: right, because obviously they'll need the most powerful gun, the Magnum. Is that it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: It's not the rocket launcher?
1: Oh, well, there is a rocket launcher, but... Well, I mean, I, I don't really consider the rocket launcher a gun, because it's, like, usually only a one-time-use item, so it's just, like, use it on the boss at the end of the game. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah. I remember they had, like, a real gun thing, too, that I watched, like, Jill Valentine just lifts up and just, like, blazer down a boss.
1: That's the, like, the ending to the remake where you, it's like a, it's not a gun. You, like, you go to the boss room and then, like, you pick up a railgun to shoot it. Oh, shit. That's uh, gonna be so heavy. It's, yeah. But I mean, uh, nanomachines. Mm. I ain't gotta explain shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, Jill Valentine has nanomachines? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's the new magic, it's the modern magic. Stars
1: just be built different. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Do you like it just blowing up the house at the end and then fighting a big giant tyrant at
1: the end? Yeah. So, I don't actually remember if in Resident Evil 1 you actually go into the lab. Um, I've never played Oh, it. no, you totally do. You totally do, yeah. Right. You go down into the lab late one night when I came upon uh, Monster Mash. The opening to Monster Mash is like, I was working in the lab late la- late one night or something. <laughs> I, I'm only thinking of the ninja sex
0: party Uh, like Crash-tell-vania, Castlevania, like Oh well similar vibe, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Was there a monster party or a monster bash?
1: Mo- yeah, was- what? what? What are we talking
0: about? I don't know. I'm so lost in what <laughs> we're talking about. It doesn't matter. Alright, there's a lab down there, we're blowing the shit up. Okay. That's how it's ending. It's blo- you're fighting a boss and then blowing up a lab.
1: Trigger some kind of self-destruct sequence. Yeah, exactly. So there's for like sure. a time limit.
0: Yep. That could be like your final encounter. Yeah, you yeah. Make. You
1: should you should physically bring a clock uh-huh. and then just have a timer at the end and be like, okay. You guys gotta escape by seven minutes.
0: Yeah, just just stream it to your TV and just have like this big like twenty four hour.
1: Yeah, because I mean that's also another thing that is in every Resident (laughs) Evil game is you blow up the thing at the end and then you have to escape and there's a timer at the top Mm -hmm. of your screen. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, we know where it's ending. We know the things they have to go through. Let's start with the first scene or scenario that they're dealing with. Right. Which I guess it could technically be like dogs chasing them. They're shooting dogs, which is pretty messed up yeah
1: that's great yeah that's shooting zombie dogs something you always want to yeah that's yeah. not traumatizing at all
0: but the players have to run inside and then they get inside the mansion and they have a moment to breathe yep uh we're working off of the firearm
1: mechanic which is pretty cool it really works pretty easily it's pretty much just like well do you know it offhand like what is the action economy for uh like shooting and reloading a gun i think you have a certain like it depends on is which it...
0: system you're looking at but... yeah
1: The one I know of, which
0: might be the critical role one specifically, is like you have a certain amount of rounds in each gun. Yeah. And then depending on if you misfire or certain things happen, it could jam. But like after you hit a certain amount, you have to use an attack action to reload.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, I think that's the official. That's, like, the Dungeon Master's guy. Okay. Arms. Yeah, okay. So, basically, it's a ranged weapon until you have to reload, and yeah. then... Or or it's essentially, like, a powerful longbow. Yeah. Until you have to reload, and then you have to use an action. Yeah, and, and then have, there's a chance to jam.
0: Yeah, and then you have disadvantage on any... If you have, like, a melee attacker within range of you. So right. Oh,
1: yeah, that's fun. So, so if yeah. the zombie catches up to you, then it does feel like you, you have to, like, frantically, like, <gasps> re, yeah, reposition.
0: As far as level range, I can't imagine them being super high. I guess you could crank them up really high, and they have, like like action surge and they can fire like six rounds a turn
1: yeah you know i actually tried to do this a long time ago it didn't pan out um because i got way too like into my own head and then mm. but i was trying to design sort of like what would be a cool take on the D 5e system but like ground it so that like zombies feel threatening and so like i was sort of like designing all of this like um like okay well i guess you would like slow everybody's movement speed down and then like change the sort of like pacing of combat and then you would have you know like people would have these skills and those skills and then eventually i was like well i have to redesign every class Um, (laughs) so like that didn't really pan out but yeah um it would be interesting to because i kind of like the idea because like multiple attacks kind of plays into the sort of theme of using firearms, because it's like, oh, well, if you're, like, very accurate, then you can, like, pop off a couple of accurate shots, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, like, before the zombie gets to mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I can see a pretty high-level campaign being reasonable to just, like, reskin.
0: Well, I guess, like, I want to figure out how good are Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, in the first one? Like, are they actually, like, top of their class? Because if that's the case, then I would like to put them at ten. And then they can do, like, crazy firearm shots.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. ricochet
0: bullets and disarm people.
1: So, Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 were a lot more grounded, in the sense that, like, they weren't, like, superhuman yet. Okay. Or, like, you know, they weren't doing, They weren't like, punching boulders. Radi- yeah, and I mean, it, like, not even punching boulders, but, like, it wasn't even until Resident Evil 4 where Leon could just, like, whirlwind kick a zombie. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, and then, like, kill four of them at once. Yeah. So, like, Resident Evil 1 was much more, like, you have to, like, shoot a zombie six times until it dies. Yeah. Maybe for the mansion era of Resident Evil, I think maybe keep them lower would make more sense. Because you don't want someone to be like, "I'm gonna play a monk," and then it's just like, "I punch a zombie six times in six seconds mm-hmm. and then kill him." So yeah, roll kick, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want want them to be slamming those. Yeah,
0: no, okay. So like, if you want a more threatening, more realistic one, go level one through three. You want to go crazy, superhuman, like spinning bird kick, right? Go to level ten or twelve. That's yeah. kind of up to you. We'll we'll design this one one through three
1: because pretty much the only enemies that are going to be showing up are like maybe a couple variants of zombies and Mm -hmm. then whoever the big boss is going to be yeah so you can always just adjust it on the floor what's the big boss in the mansion one the mansion one i believe it's tyrant oh it's another tyrant oh no no sorry sorry it's oh man i don't actually know resident evil 1 very well because it's like the one game i haven't actually played Mm -hmm. but that's the one you want to make a one shot at well (laughs) yeah (laughs) even better It's some guy, some big zombie guy. It's a big zombie guy.
0: All right, so they're fighting a big zombie guy. It's fine. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, But yeah, like my assumption is four players. They're special ops. They make it into the mansion after killing some zombie dogs, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you can add in one other buddy guy who came in. His name will be like Detective Clark, and he got his leg bit, and then you see him get zombified. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's how you start the scenario, and then you have to put Detective Clark
1: down. Oh, man, that's pretty... Oh yeah, it would be like such a, a terrible bait and switch to like make him a super lovable NPC and then just make your characters kill him. Yeah,
0: he's just like, I brought donuts to the to the breaking guys. Right. Yeah. We're gonna storm this house.
1: We or, got the warrants ready and everything. You can, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it would be so brutal to make it like so realistic, and then just to like be like, yeah, we're gonna br- police brutality. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, yeah, after this, I'm going to go meet up with my MAGA rally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh,
1: man. Oh, no. It would be funny to, um, like, just kind of, like, in, in Japanese, like, media, they call it, like, raising flags. Which is, like, anytime a, a character who's going to war is like, when this war is over, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, that guy's going to die. Oh, like a death flag kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, like, he saying that is, like, raising a death flag. So. yeah. Okay it would be like, really funny to just have like on the like the helicopter over he's just like saying all this shit just like man i love you guys yeah you guys are my family
0: <laughs> yeah i can't wait to go home and propose my wife <laughs> right. and her three kids yeah exactly yeah they're all gonna be orphans after this. finally finished the down payment on my house <laughs> yeah saved up for retirement it's my last day on the job <laughs> yeah, so yeah exactly
1: it's just like wow this man is in like four stages of his career at once <laughs> But I, I think it would be cool
0: to have, like, that NPC there. I mean, you could probably have more NPCs, right? Like, Wesker is a pretty prominent figure in the game.
1: Yeah, do we want to put actual Resident Evil characters in this?
0: Uh, Let's try it. Let's try it. I mean, okay. We've never done it before. So let's try to get really into the game and the the prompt that we have been given and see how much we can implement and okay. how they react. Obviously, Chris and Jill probably won't die. They'll probably be the people be like, I'm in the vent! You guys got to do this for this puzzle in the <laughs> Right, mom-boy. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That, actually, I love that. Because there's always, like, this, in every... I'm somehow behind this wall. Yeah, in every horror game, it's like, okay, we're finally back together. We gotta go find uh, Rebecca. She's missing. Mm -hmm. You go find her. I'll stay behind. And it's just like, why, Why? bro? Like, what? (laughs) I gotta monitor comms and make (laughs) sure, like, everyone can
0: see us. For some reason, our radio's being jammed.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, how is that the tactical decision? (laughs) There's zombies fucking everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny to like insist that that also happens in the campaign mm-hmm. so i think that's great
0: yeah i would love that if you want you can just read up on how chris redfield acts or just watch how he acts and just copy his copies i mean
1: he's just like he just has a deep voice and is just like I, i'm gonna protect everyone mm-hmm. and is just like you know rookie well, he's not a rookie he's like special forces but mm-hmm. he's kind of just like the young cop guy Young cop guy who loves justice mm-hmm. with yep. that
0: standard cop haircut and aviators.
1: Right. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> straight up.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So, like, I think having that implemented, it would be a good thing to have one because it's Resident Evil, and then two because if they get stuck on a puzzle we make, yep, they can be like, "Here's your hint."
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think we've decided basically like everything that feels Resident Evil to us that we want to include. Us?
0: Uh, so you mean you? <laughs> I've brought nothing to this.
1: Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thanks so much. So you're welcome. So since we yeah since we have that, uh, what the fuck was that? Have you not seen the
0: Kobe Bryant like uh oh, like you're welcome commercial?
1: No. Why don't you explain it in in detail?
0: Google it. Everyone at home and watch <laughs> it. It's much better. Essentially, like he's there with a bunch of prominent figures and he's like, oh yeah, this is the Kobe system, and he talks about his system, and it's just him being like a weirdo. Kanye's like, what if I'm already the best that I can be? He's like, be more. He's like but I've already made it to the top. He's like, but are you a different animal, but the same beast? And he's like, you haven't explained
1: like, this to me before.
0: Yeah. And then kind like, what the fuck are you talking about? Kobe Bryant? And then Kobe's like, you're welcome. <laughs> Which I just realized Kobe's also dead. And I really apologize for bringing yeah, this up again. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, that's just the way of the world. Yeah, it's
0: plane crash. Ooh, helicopter crash. I heard they just finished the settlement on that recently. That's, that's not fitting. important. That's yeah. fitting. Yeah.
1: Because helico- the helicopter also crashes in Resident Evil. And that's oh, how the game starts. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, why does it crash? I had I some shitty spec-offs.
1: Well, I think I think the story is that somebody tampered with it. Okay. Like, you know, b- to make them crash on purpose. Mm. Like, it was probably at Wesker. Okay. But what's really funny is it has kind of birthed this meme in Japan where, like, whenever you see a helicopter in a Resident Evil game, they're like, oh, that's a, like, a Capcom-manufactured helicopter. <laughs> like, it's going to crash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we better have that in the beginning. Then. Well, I mean, we
1: have to have a helicopter yeah, yeah. crash for sure, yeah.
0: So you definitely would have, like, a pilot six people inside the plane four of them being the characters or however many you need yeah and then like the one other extra guy who's just like yeah i'm totally not the bad guy <laughs> right.
1: here. maybe he just dies right off the bat oh yeah and he crashes and you're just like yes he's definitely dead
0: yeah oh that'd be such a like a fun bait and switch where he's like oh yeah here's this like weird looking menacing guy his name's like an acronym of wesker or some bullshit and he just oh. shows up dead in the beginning and then maybe he comes back later i don't know but
1: well no wesker survives though
0: yeah, yeah, but, like, that's how you, like, bait and switch him in the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, the guy who you thought is Wesker's is dead. Agent Rexu. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Rexu?
1: That would be Wesker backwards. Oh, okay, cool. R O K
0: S E W. Oh, shit, that is actually pretty yeah. good. I like that. Or maybe... Oh,
1: that's funny. Oh, because it literally sounds like he Rexu. You. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, wow, that's really fucking funny. Yeah, good job, Dan. That, that works out like that. Yeah. It works out well enough to the point where it has to have been the developers being like, well, he wrecks you. <laughs> well, okay, what's wrecks you backwards? And I was like, no, oh, Wesker. He
0: <laughs> yeah, so I I mean, that's something you can add in too if you want more characters in there. We still are stumbling on the first scenario that they're dealing with, which is once they're in the mansion, which I assume if you're adding in the dogs and dealing with all this intro, it really yep. depends on like how fast you guys role play those scenarios. But you're in the mansion, it's a big grandiose mansion. We can put as many rooms as we want, but I'd say right. like they have like a master bedroom, a dining room, and an office. okay. And then we'll say that in probably Resident Evil Mansion there's some glorious looking statue in the center that moves to the side and there's a secret ladder that goes down into the basement where the lab is
1: right for oh, yeah, okay. so just to stop you there really quick, I okay. need to I need to sort of like issue a correction here. The Spencer Mansion absolutely does not have like a master bedroom or like an office. It has shit like the maps room and the dining hall. So definitely what we're, the fuck? so you need to yeah, like there's like no normal rooms. It's just like a bunch of like crazy ass shit. It's like the library, the maps room. Yeah, so oh God yeah. Okay. so definitely just like I mean what let's pull up a map of the Spencer Mansion and then maybe it'll give us some inspiration. Yeah, so you have like armor room, billiard room gallery but notice that there's just like literally no bedrooms what the fuck? <laughs> dining hall library <laughs> greenhouse so like you need to just have like crazy ass rooms oh there's
0: a resting room right that's a thing right
1: uh well i mean oh no there's a bedroom there's a bedroom okay so but then it's, it's bedroom. the bedroom is next to the deer room <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's very resonating evil in that aspect all right let's build out like Three rooms for a puzzle and then go off that first, then. How's that?
1: I'm thinking there should be a way to simplify the fact that this is a mansion with, like, a ton of rooms Um, that still kind of, like, makes it mechanically fun. Like, obviously, we don't have to build out the entire map. Let's just say, like, there's, like, a few major rooms, and then you can just say, like, okay, you can go to... There's like this many rooms on the first floor. Maybe there's like four rooms. And let's do three. I think four might be a lot,
0: but we'll see. We'll, we'll add more if we need so
1: it. So what what I'm thinking is we're not actually going to populate these rooms. Okay, they're just locked doors that you can't get in. Just well, like in any game. You're like,
0: so you jiggle the handle, but it doesn't open. Yeah,
1: it seems to be locked from the other side. Okay, thanks, Bandai Namco. <laughs> um so so uh, thanks Miyazaki. Yeah. Like Chris Redfield's on the other side of the door and he's <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, is Occupado?
0: Um
1: <laughs> That doesn't... door's stuck! I can't open it! Even it's... though I can punch a boulder! <laughs> it's funny, because, like, this bit is, like, so shitty for podcasts, because it's just, like, it's, like, us doing, like, the, <laughs> I'm trying to open a door motion, and then just, like, yelling shit, but, like, nobody can see that. <laughs> well, okay, so here's my idea. Like, yeah. basically, every single floor will have a puzzle. Okay. And it's, like, oh, you're you're in the main hall. Roll a perception check. And it's, like, you see that there's a weird keyhole under the fireplace... And it's like, okay, well, we obviously got to find the key. And so it's like, okay, well, there's four other rooms that we can go to on this floor. Mm-hmm. And so you just, like, pick a room, and then inside the room, it'll, like, it'll either be an item, or it'll be an encounter, or it'll be, you know, the key item you need.
0: Mm-hmm. It'll be like a Zodiac statue. And you're like, you gotta collect the 12 Zodiacs.
1: Yeah, exactly. It'll be, like, a crest with a shield and two crossed swords on it, and you have to insert the crest into an alcove under the fireplace. hmm boom there's a puzzle
0: yeah <laughs> that's your puzzle it's like there also
1: there has to be a missing crank there has to be a door where you go and it's like what a strange hole something must fit in here <laughs> and then it's
0: just like this crank must fit in something yeah and you have to say it in that way you have to give that descriptor for them so oh that
1: would be great if during the game you were just like you read these like shitty little resident evil descriptions yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know how well they make that connection, because there's no visual aspect, so it might be a bit harder, but right. like, maybe you can bring up a reminder and be like, once in a while, you just randomly read one of them again. These I, are the clues you found so far.
1: I would love, you should just like put in a bunch of Resident Evil like actual item descriptions mm-hmm. in the game, so when people pick something up, you're just like, a green herb. It can be used for blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll start with the first floor, we'll throw in, we'll say there's four rooms, and then they have to find the two swords with a shield into a medallion and they have to stick it in the fireplace. Right. And then it unlocks the staircase that goes up or some shit.
1: Why don't we do it like this? We'll do the traditional, there's going to be three puzzles, but with a twist where you have to obviously choose the right room Mm -hmm. to get into the puzzle. And before I move on further, I want to check with you because one thing that is like fundamental to Resident Evil puzzles or like kind of the game progression is herb mixing right yes every single game there's an extremely detailed mortar and pestle mini game (laughs) where you have to grind herbs together it's like that hand simulator game where you have to like bring your hand to your mouth and it's like, it's like every single so button stupid. corresponds to one finger and then like the two control sticks control the forearm and, and,
0: and the other part this of the This is arm. not good for a podcast
1: because they can't see you do the bullshit with your hands. Yes, and it's me just very roughly putting my hand up to my mouth. Yeah. Um, Everyone do it at home together. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, it's, well, so, <laughs> <laughs> nobody remembers what I, what I originally said. No. But basically a big part of resident evil is like backtracking and like going to one side of the mansion and seeing a locked door and then going to the other side and finding the key and then going back to that side to unlock it so i think for simplicity's sake let's just forego that because i don't think it's like that fun to be like which room do you go to i go to the west room you find the sheep key Oh, the sheep door is on the east side, and it's hmm. just like because like there's not really a way to make that interesting. Yeah, because it's just gonna be like I walk to the door. Yeah, and then if you wanted to like mix it up, then you would literally just be like roll survival checks, and then maybe a zombie catches yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That. So let's just say you choose the room you want to go to, and if you choose in an unlucky way, then you'll have a bunch of encounters. But the insurance is there's always going to be that one room with like the herb or the ammo in it or whatever. Mm.
0: the armor room
1: the the armor the deer
0: room yeah the deer room okay so on the first floor we'll say the deer room is there there'll be the quote-unquote zombie room which is the bad luck door it's like choose which door you wish to go in yeah exactly uh whatever that fucking game show is um yeah
1: choose the door i think is that actually the game show yeah with alan dorman (laughs) no it's not no it's not (laughs) welcome back to choose this door i'm alan dorman Yeah, what's behind door number two? It's herbs. Oh, that's fun.
0: Herbs can just be healing potions. Don't think too hard about it. Wait, is
1: the American pronunciation herbs or herbs?
0: I've always said herbs, but I don't have the best English either. So please don't follow
1: what I say. This is, I'm like legitimately so confused because I have been yelled at for my pronunciation (laughs) in two different (laughs) countries where the correct pronunciation is different. So like... I've been in America, and I think I've said... it's well, who's it's hurting, herbs. Daniel? It's Herbs, right? Americans say Herbs. Herbs is, like, the English pronunciation. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm this not is, a linguist. Because, like, it's so confusing because Why are you I, asking me? You're, like, looking at me like I should know. I mean, you seem like a normal
0: dude. I am. I just say words out of my mouth, and they say things. But I mean, I'm also the guy who says y'all all the time.
1: Yeah, Nadpod did that to me. <laughs> really? I say y'all a lot because of Nadpod. Oh. Yeah.
0: You know, get that from just living in Arizona? No, like everyone says not. that here. Really? I feel like they do, or maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. This is very off point of what we're trying to build, which is a mansion with three floors. Well, hang on, let me talk about puzzle Let me talk
1: about this tangent real quick because when I was living in America, I'm pretty sure that I would say herbs because I was like, "Oh, that's the correct English pronunciation. Mm-hmm. And then people would be like, say herbs, fucking idiot. <laughs> and then, and it was like, when I moved to Japan, it was like, oh, perfect. People here probably just say herbs because like literally in Japanese, it's like hob. Cool. So it's like, I could just say herb and mm-hmm. there's like Australians living here. So, they'll probably say herb mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah herbs is probably the correct pronunciation but then i met a french guy and i'm pretty sure french people the h's are like always silent and it's like this guessing game like is it silent or is it not silent so it's like it's got to be herbs right and then now i don't know what to all do. right that's
0: fucking one of the puzzles is how you pronounce herbs <laughs>
1: in this game it's just game. like it's like jeopardy or whatever <laughs> where it's like there's it's like e r b s and you're like what's the last letter yeah, and then, and then have- both of the answers are just like H's and it's like is it a silent 8 or is it a hard H yeah.
0: you gotta say it right or the door won't open <laughs> you say it wrong are and a vampire drops
1: the spike ceiling comes down on you yeah
0: exactly <laughs> is that a thing too
1: yeah I think most Resident Evil games have a spike ceiling that slowly comes down and you have to like either shoot the switch or like find it
0: okay I don't know if that's an interesting puzzle, but okay.
1: It certainly would not be in D&D, because it's just like, all right, next turn.
0: It would be, though, if it's falling down slowly, and then there's four, five letters that appear on the wall, because this is a modern setting, and you're like, oh, guess what it says, and there's herbs all throughout the room, and then they have to figure out, but they have to say it right, and that's how it works. That's how the puzzle works.
1: I do love the idea of having, like, a high-stakes puzzle, and then being like, it's a word puzzle, and then they're like, oh, shit, like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be Wesker? is going to be Redfield, and then just, like, they find out that it's just herbs, and he's like, oh, <laughs> so it was a Resident Evil thing, I guess, but it's, like, really unsatisfying. <laughs> exactly, I like that.
0: In my head, I always think of, like, trying to put the phone game world into, like, puzzles,
1: because it's just, like, so easily <laughs> set up. Oh, okay, no, let's do this. I want them to collect the the five letters in herbs, um... and then bring it to a thing and, and insert them in.
0: That's possible. Like, they could just be books. Like, there's, like, five books with, like, different bindings. And there's, like, an H, an E, an R, well, and R and S. Well,
1: that makes too much sense. Okay. And the problem is, in Resident Evil, he will literally just be like, this is a badge with a snake on it. <laughs> Must be useful. And then you take it. Okay, we gotta throw me a bone somewhere. We gotta get this done Well, somehow. no, no. So, let's finish the first floor. Okay. What do we want for the puzzle on the first floor? Should we use an actual Resident Evil puzzle? Because I can throw some at you.
0: Uh, well, I like the whole medallion, shove it into the thing. Three medallions? Okay. Yeah, the
1: three medallions. Let's kind of keep it simple. They infiltrate the second floor. Okay. And they they need to find a way to get into the first floor. Because, like, so there's probably, like, a big, like, door, and then it's locked, and that's what leads into the stairs down. Okay. And because it's Resident Evil, you can't just be like, let's bust through a window, because it, I guess it's just, like, there's zombie dogs outside or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna have to come up with fail-safes for when your players are like, why don't I just do this very reasonable thing? And you're like, shut up! This is Resident Evil.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's a fail-safe. It's just shut up. It's Resident Evil. Me hit it. you
1: with the signature Redfield backhand.
0: <laughs> Does he do that to people? Yeah, he's
1: a notorious wife-beater. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just an absolute uh, domestic abuse scumbag. No wonder Jill needed nanomachines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, um, you, you find, uh articles spread throughout the manor that are just, like, newspaper clippings of, like, mm-hmm. times that Red- Chris Renfield has been arrested for beating his wife. Oh, gosh. No, <laughs> anyways. Okay. Cut that. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> okay,
0: but, okay, they start on the second floor, they have to get to the first floor, right? Yeah, so
1: the second floor, which is the first floor that you're on, there's a three emblems door unlock puzzle.
0: Okay, really quickly, let me set up how they're getting there. Because if they're crashing in their Capcom plane, and there's a chance they're dealing with a dog encounter in, like, the outside of the manor, yep. that must mean that the only way into the mansion, because everything is boarded up, or yeah, they exactly. have, like, metal bars on it, and you're like, you can't get in here. Yep. It's like, why? Can't I punch through it or something? No, they're metal bars. You can't do it. And that's your explanation. And it's like, oh, but there's a window on the second floor, and there just conveniently is, like, curtains coming down off of it. Yeah,
1: okay, so... Right. How do we make this make sense. Or I should... just told you how it makes sense. Oh. it's Shut up, it's Resident Evil. Okay. Fucking deal. Okay, I mean, I just want to avoid players being like, ooh, this is stupid, why don't I just do this thing? And then, like, if it's a new DM, they're, they're gonna have to be like, well, he makes a good point. Well, if they listen to this
0: podcast, you just tell them to shut up,
1: it's Resident Evil. Okay, great, 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 yeah. If you're, If your players try to escape the railroad, then just be like pretend that you're a white man in the <laughs> 1900s and that they're a Chinese worker. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that got really dark. That got super dark. Where did both, that come from? We're both Chinese, right? So that's fine. Uh, that's not racist. I we can. this is the
0: only time when it's not racist. We can
1: reference the oppression of our people in this country, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They're, they're, do we have to put in a railroad puzzle now or something?
1: Um, Would that be really funny or insensitive, given the context of this joke? Um, I'll think about it. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> so, sure. Okay, so... Sure to the railroad puzzle or sure to the joke? No, okay, hang on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Because this will kind of like make it feel more Resident Evil flavor. Okay. So you bust in through the main doors, main double doors on the first floor to escape the dogs. And then you see that there is a stairway leading down. I'm actually literally looking at the map and, and it's the layout is exactly like this. There's stairs up in the center of the room and then there's two passageways leading past the stairs. And then they wrap around to meet each other behind the stairs. And then that's the stairs down. Okay. So so you see the stairs up into the second floor. And there's probably going to be like a gate that prevents you from going in onto the actual second floor. Okay. And then there's also going to be a locked door that leads down, presumably to the lab. Okay. And so you find the keys to the downstairs door on the second floor. And then the first floor is where you find the keys onto the second floor.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so the first floor will be, and then this kind of means it's like, oh, well, there's, you know, these, like, emblem holes here. Like, how do we find those? And then you find them, and you go back down, and it's very, you know, like, I successfully did the door puzzle.
0: So, okay, so they do come in on the first floor, being chased by dogs. They close the door. Detective Clark dies and says, says goodbyes and right. can't retire. Indeed. Or bullet in his head and take his pension, I guess. Cuz oh, They no. probably still had pensions back then.
1: Uh, Yeah, he just... Well, I mean, but... Well, you wouldn't get his inheritance because he is about oh no he says he's gonna get married when he gets home yeah so he doesn't actually have an inherit he doesn't have a spouse to inherit it
0: yeah he i guess it's just you a, yeah, 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 yeah. okay ne- yeah like he's like quickly let me be your
1: uh beneficiary <laughs> right, yeah like <laughs> sign these documents i gotta get these to my life insurance company <laughs> anyways uh-huh. yeah so yeah that'll be a really satisfying ending you have to escape the mansion so you can inherit a pension
0: yeah from a cop that's worked 50 years yeah maybe?
1: from just like a really
0: solid about dude to get married yeah
1: Right, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like I'm this is my last day before I retire. So I'm like 70. but Also I'm about to get married to the love of my life. <laughs> uh
0: very heartwarming story. Sadly he dies to a zombie.
1: Yeah, okay. So first floor, you got uh four rooms to choose from. Mm-hmm. There's going to be stairs leading down, stairs leading up. Um you have to find the key to the stairs leading up in one of the four rooms. I guess it'll be like two encounter rooms and then obviously the one puzzle room for the key and then maybe there's another room that has uh, I guess herbs make them healing potions yeah like healing potions the herbs for sure and yeah. if you're
0: dealing with like spellcasters, you can just say like there's anti-magic shit you can't go through easy just slap that on there
1: oh right but that's because if they're doing that we're there might not be people who that. are just like I cast knock yeah if your characters are boring and creative yeah <laughs> then, yeah if they try to use their character abilities mm-hmm. yeah I mean this might be one of those things where you kind of just have to be like yeah you are not going to be able to learn that spell
0: yeah or if they do use that spell, it's like
1: it works. Let it work. But then there's like just move the puzzle to the floor above. <laughs> oh, or some shit man, like that. that sounds like it, it would get way sweaty. But yeah, yeah, just do what you gotta do. Yeah,
0: do what you gotta do. And you know, you're the DM. These things happen. You said okay to magic. That's not what we're building here. We put right. like level one through three cops.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. They probably wouldn't have access to anything that would like break your puzzles. Not yet. Yeah. Anyway, and sometimes it's nice if you set up a puzzle that's like supposed to be solved in a very specific way, and then your characters are just like. Uh, I mage hand this thing into this thing. And then he's just like, well, doesn't say a dog can't play basketball in the rules.
0: <laughs>
1: You've airbutted me, sir.
0: Try. What's
1: the puzzle going to be?
0: It's the three medallions, right? The three pieces. Oh, of so,
1: well, I was thinking, so first floor, there's going to be a key to the second floor. And yeah. then you have to get the key by doing a puzzle. Like, like a straight up, like, interactive puzzle. Oh, okay, okay. Because, like, you know, in Resident Evil, there's always, like, Fill the water level of these three different water level pipes to the same level using these four buttons. You know? Okay, yeah. I, I guess if you haven't played Resident Evil game, that sounds really fucking confusing. <laughs> <to help. Okay. laughs> yeah. So there's usually some kind of like weird logic puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, so this could be like a fun place to do like a riddle or. Are there any other fun puzzles that work like through word of mouth that don't need like visual aids?
0: Uh, you can do riddles. The very common ones I hear about is like the statue looking at a painting, and that painting is on top of like a door. And then when it looks at a certain painting, that associated door opens. So you have to turn oh, the puzzle okay. I like to that. activate
1: it. That feels very resonant. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then if you hit the statue, it comes to life and fights you. But like you don't have to do that.
1: Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a big one. I think that seems like the best middle ground in a like tabletop game for mm-hmm. a puzzle where it's like the puzzle is typically pretty straightforward but if you try to brute force it then you have to fight something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a one if you wanted to like open another door to lead you to the medallion kind of thing. Right, right. Other puzzles I'm thinking of just on the fly, there's one where it's like, "Oh, you see a picture in the room. You're in the picture." And then but something in the background doesn't match. It's like, "Oh, the medallion is actually inside of like This cabinet and it's open, but the cabinet is closed and the cabinet is locked. And then you, the puzzle is like you have to make the room look like the picture.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. that's fun. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that one. Mm -hmm. That one feels somewhat Resident Evil. Yeah. So it's like oh, like you can make it more
0: difficult by like having animals and you have animal handling people over, or maybe it's something very Mm. heavy so people have to use their strength, or maybe part of the picture just doesn't make sense because like maybe in one section of it, like there's this grand library door like a grand bookshelf but like but in the picture it's like a door and it's like oh it's actually behind this bookshelf
1: okay well okay let's do this then i, so, I just
0: spitballing ideas yeah
1: yeah yeah i, I like the picture one so let's kind of simplify it and we'll do something like there are three mirrors or something mm-hmm. or like three windows i okay. like uh, like i uh, like the top of the room okay. like you know like kind of far up and then there's like a door under each window Mm -hmm. and then like two of the doors have zombies behind them and then one of them or like they're like gates Mm -hmm. and two of them have zombies behind them and one of them has like a chest which has the key in it okay and then it's like based on which window you shoot or i mean i guess it'll be like one door has the chest and then one door has zombies or something like an enemy Mm -hmm. and then like based on which window you shoot if you shoot the right one the chest door opens, but if you shoot the wrong ones, then the zombie, the zombie door's door opens. opens. Yeah. So I it's like, that. you can brute force it, mm-hmm. but if you try to, and you guess wrong, mm-hmm. then you'll have to do an encounter.
0: Yeah. And then again, like if, since it's a one shot, if you have to push it, it's just like, you suspect that you have to do something with these two windows based off the picture. Just like, tell right, right, or just yeah. Chris Redfield radios over. is like, it looks <laughs> like you have to do something with the picture frame.
1: Have you tried looking for s- suspicious pictures on the wall that might give you hints? Mm-hmm. That happens a lot yeah. in this mansion. Yeah.
0: I found the surveillance room. I see you with the cameras. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's kind of like, Chris Redfield is sort of slowly becoming um, Solid Snake.
0: <laughs>
1: He's like, <"Shh>, Jill, <laughs> I've encountered some kind of mansion demon. <laughs> all right, anyways. All right. Yeah, okay, cool. That sounds good. So you have your choice between four rooms. Mm-hmm. You can give them all wacky names. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into the puzzle room, you got to shoot the right window. That opens the door. We recommend the deer room. Deer room is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a
0: zombie deer that pops out.
1: Oh, that would be kind of fucked up. Yeah, because it's like he's. No, that
0: makes too much sense. It's Resident Evil. That's not okay.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of a cool, like, subversion of expectations where it's like, oh, it's a deer, but he's a rabbit deer, and deer mm-hmm. are usually very docile. Okay. So that's one of the puzzles they Oh, have that's here. true, but it is the deer room. Mm-hmm. So you have to make it the armor room, and then a deer comes out of it. Yeah, in armor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> deer armor, yeah.
0: In deer armor, yeah. Okay, so that's one of the. That's the first level puzzle.
1: Yep. Once okay. you get the key, you can go up to the second floor. Yep. Second floor, maybe it's just about collecting three medallions. hmm.
0: So maybe there's, like, a combat encounter, you have to fight some some zombies to get it. Yeah, he's um, wearing,
1: like, a big medallion necklace. Just, like, Flava Flav style.
0: <laughs> Jesus, just big poofy pants and everything. Oh, ready.
1: man, that would be really funny if it was, like, a clock medallion. It's <laughs> yeah. just, like, the, like, you get the medallion, and it's, like, on further inspection, you discover that it's a clock. <laughs> and he's just, like, wearing it as a necklace.
0: Oh, my gosh, that sounds really fun.
1: I'm fully committed to this Easter egg now. If you examine that zombie's body, you find his, like scientist identification card and his name is like f flave yes
0: please 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 that'd be a great one they're on the second floor one of the medallion pieces or the medallion is on flavor i guess
1: yeah is so can you think of like an interesting way to have them collect them or like find them beyond just like there's three rooms each room contains one of them um there
0: is the combat encounter option where you have to fight something to get it. Yeah. There's like a chase mechanic that you can implement where you're like, oh, here's a rat that has one of the pieces. Catch it. And then
1: oh, like that's an okay. option. I kind of like the idea of putting in another sort of puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like it's a room where you have to figure out Can we just do the herb
0: puzzle? I think that's really fun. Oh, we is. need to
1: do the herb puzzle yeah, for we'll sure. Yeah, we'll put that here. <laughs> so how would that work? Do you want to have it so it's just like there is like a sort of lock combo thing where like you can it's just like five slots and then they each have like a certain number of letters yeah 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 and you just like you have to figure well i mean i don't know that seems a little too difficult to figure out the uh, word you could just
0: treat it like wordle where it's like oh it turned yellow if you're like kind of close but it's in the wrong spot
1: oh like you can actually just play wordle with it oh okay yeah okay let's do that that sounds like mm-hmm. a cool gen z thing to do
0: yeah and i think people would recognize that because wordle's pretty recent right right and like how the puzzle works like oh this turned yellow yeah and it's like oh that means that this probably goes somewhere else when you're trying the words and you just okay. have to try it really fast because there's also probably like a time limit where you have only you can say like arbitrarily there's like 10 actions or 10 rounds that you can go through because mm. either the ceiling's coming down with spikes like you said oh and well, put, what if
1: they fail
0: then they die um. <laughs> okay
1: came over mother-over. yeah
0: then they can respawn at their typewriter that they have, right? Because that's how that works if they have Yeah, I
1: mean, if you want to do that.
0: Yeah, but if you don't want to risk them ever failing at all, just then just have zombies, zombies fighting while yeah. they're doing it. Because then there's pressure while they're trying to solve it, and it requires an action. Oh, that's
1: actually very funny. Though mm-hmm. no, I don't know exactly how fun it is for the person who's actually doing it. Although they have to do the puzzle, I guess. No. So, like, yeah. Or maybe maybe make it just take like a bonus action so they can still fight.
0: I think there's reasons to make it an action just as it restricts them and adds that stress level. And everyone has to move within like a few seconds, like not like six seconds exactly, but like everyone only has a minute for their turn. It's like, you guys got to go fast. And if you want to take a Mm. chance on this, there's zombies coming, but you got
1: to do this. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: It's just to add that little stress level, but you can always make it a bonus action if you wanted to make it more easier for the players to deal with, especially at level one through three, any amount of zombies is kind of stressful. Especially if they have the regen factor, which is hella annoying too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. When are they getting the shotgun?
1: Uh. I yeah. I was gonna go into that. How exactly we want we want to handle gear and stuff like or like the weapon progression? Shotgun would probably be like somewhere on the second floor. Because mm-hmm. there's there's sort of this point in the game where it's like you get the shotgun, and that means more powerful enemies are going to start appearing. I mean, you don't have to write that into the game, but usually it's like some kind of like you do some kind of like big first encounter or like meeting up to the big first encounter, you get the shotgun.
0: Okay. I think there are shotgun weaponry. If not in the normal rules, critical rules, gunslinger class does have them. So just use that. Oh, cool. Yeah, so just use those weapons and it should be like, just progress with those and just drop them when you think you want them. I Hmm. would say personally, if I was going to do it, um, after they saw the first puzzle and they get to the second level, when they're about to fight the zombies with the fucking wordle puzzle, yeah. the shotguns just conveniently hanging
1: above right. on a yeah. mantle, <laughs> right?
0: And there's just enough shotgun shells there for you to shoot like ten times. Yeah.
1: Um, oh right, we're also gonna have to probably distribute ammo.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be up to the DM. My way of doing it would be like each room probably has like like twelve rounds and then they can reload, and depending on how much they fight and how much you expect in the fight, you're going to have to balance that yourself. But you have the added benefit that Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine are there, and they can be like, hey, I left you a dead drop of ammo here. Go get it. Oh, right. There you go, yeah.
1: And I mean, like, maybe somebody wants to just play a martial class and just be like, I I have a fucking sword. Or a bat with barbed wires on it. No, I mean, if you were like Special Forces, I don't know why you would have a sword or a barbed wire bat as Special Forces, so I guess it doesn't matter <laughs> a baton, the rule applies. A police baton, maybe? Yeah, I mean, you could be like, a, yeah, I, it's like a mace. Mm-hmm. i play a baton guy. Yeah, I'm a yeah. baton guy. Yeah, I'm a baton guy. Yeah, I'm a baton guy. Baton guy? Baton guy? Yeah. Yeah. Really baton. All right, enough of this. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's how they do the second level floor and then the things that they can deal with there, at least with the herb puzzle. Uh I don't know if... You need this third puzzle, but I would like to make one more puzzle before we
1: take them down into the basement. Yep. Um, Just for the third medallion, basically.
0: Yeah, essentially for the third medallion or just for any other fucking reason. Maybe you just want to, like, make more floors or you need to draw out time. Right. It's just something for the DM to pull out of their pocket if they need to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's make this one more Resident Evil based. Like, pull one from Resident Evil that you really enjoyed. Also, the Herb's dropping the crank, I assume.
1: Oh, right. We have to insert the crank somewhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of doing... Well, I mean, maybe the crank will just be at the lab floor. Yeah. And there will be, like, the last door you have to open meets the crank. So Can we make the crank, like, a
0: legendary melee weapon that does, like, plus three or some oh, shit? Oh, that would be kind of
1: funny. <laughs> or it's,
0: like, a cursed item. <laughs> it's a cursed item. Yeah, there you go.
1: Um, Though, yeah, a lot of these are definitely way more, like, video game puzzles and not really, like, good...
0: Real puzzles?
1: Spoken word puzzles. Maybe just, like, some kind of riddle maybe something like sort of investigation based where you find someone's journal entry and then like you have to use context clues to figure out where he hid it
0: oh yeah okay and then like i was thinking like we could do something with like itchy tasty in some way but
1: oh i assume it would be something like you find a journal entry and then at the end of it it's just like itchy tasty written oh okay okay
0: what if there's like a room or the lab, and then there's a rat in there, and his name is Itchy, and then there's, like, uh-huh. some weird, like, golem hanging there, and it's, it's like, and it's, like, its mouth is open as if it looks like it's beckoning something to be eaten. So, like, okay. he looks itchy as tasting, you put it in his mouth and it closes, and then and it spits out the crank.
1: Oh! Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, or, like, um, maybe you have to, like, guide the rat into this sort of, like, machine, and the machine is called, like, T-A-S- ty they like tas dash t or something yeah 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 oh yeah that would be great because then
0: once it's running on the machine it causes like like a lou burgo lou goldberg device
1: activity to happen uh okay. and then
0: a crank falls out somewhere and then you can grab it and then you have the crank yeah okay i like that
1: or maybe it's just like the classic resident evil thing where it's like you see it's like a um test sample like retrieval chamber mm-hmm. and it's like your like the emblem is in the back of it, but like it doesn't open unless you run a test sample. Oh, so you have to okay. get the rat into the thing.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, those are both ideas that you can work with. Yeah. I like the first one personally because yep. I like the idea of describing that, and then the puzzle is like, how does the players get that rat? Right, which allows them to use whatever kind of weird aspects they can come up with and just like yeah. roll with
1: it to bait a rat into so, like, a hole.
0: Yeah, like yeah. the obvious, like they're probably you can <laughs> leave like obvious traps, like oh, there's pieces of cheese lying around. Or mm. there seems to be a female rat doll or <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? I'm trying to think of, like, what you could use to, like, bait a rat. That was, like, a very Looney Tunes-esque thing, but... Yeah, well,
1: I mean, it's the same as humans, really, right? Like, what, what baits humans is food and sex. <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: so. That's true. Yeah, I mean, those are the only two options. I guess you could try to, like, scare it, like, if you had, like... For some reason, someone was like, "I'm a Tabaxi Special Ops," and like, "I'm a cat," so he scares the thing. Into- oh,
1: that's kind of interesting. I hadn't considered the possibility that you could play fantasy races
0: if you wanted them to do
1: that. Yeah, um, I kind of like it. Yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, those are just options for it. I think that's like the third puzzle that they can use if you needed to fill space in the mansion. But either way, they have all three medallions. They've made it downstairs into the lab before they would set it to detonate. What do they find out in the lab? What are they doing there?
1: Well, it's going to be, uh, they figure out, or they find where all the virus experimentation is happening, Mm -hmm. and then the final confrontation will be, like, probably the head researcher or something, and he's like, I won't let my research die with me, and then he injects himself and turns into a big monster. Uh, And you have to fight a big monster.
0: All right, it's a big monster fight time.
1: And then you you have to blow up the lab with him in it. Right, right. So usually it's a very convenient, like, you knock the monster into a big vat of magma for some reason, and he flails around and breaks this machine that sets the whole base to self-destruct, and then you have to run away.
0: Yeah, I think a way we could do this, if we're going to stay within like the mechanical combat round, is like the players can shoot at it, and it will slow it down. Like If you shoot at it enough, it can't move. Like Every time you hit it with a bullet, it can't move, but you can't kill it but you okay. have to kill it like your your goal here is that you can't let this guy get out of here because if he leaves he's going to infect all of umbrella city Raccoon Raccoon City. Record city. city yeah yeah so that's like the quest for your players and what they have to deal in the combat scenario yep and they're limited by the amount of rounds they have left whatever they've used up or haven't used up now they're kind of restricted and then we can say the shotgun will just guarantee he has zero movement but you still have to figure out a way hmm. to kill him so that's the puzzle and the puzzle is you have to detonate this and then get out with a time limit and figure out how to detonate. And in classic game fashion, you'll have to hit like four buttons across the map and then it Ah, drops like in a container (laughs) and it sets it ready to go.
1: Yeah, maybe there's sort of like a... um...
0: I'm imagining like a UFO catcher kind of thing where it's like you Uh... have to move the crane and it takes like two to three actions to move each explosive over. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. No, that that could be cool. The encounter would be you enter the boss room Mm and something triggers the self-destruct sequence mm-hmm.
0: no i wonder what that would be i mean we still have chris and jill was like chris and jill radios in it's like hey we've initiated self oh, We right. have to take it out okay yeah But we need you to move the chemical compound into the right area so it can all be destroyed and not contaminate the rest of raccoon city
1: well i guess a much simpler way to do it like you don't have to write in a reason you can just be like they radio in and they're like hey can't believe all this fucked up shit is happening down here i'm like initiating the self destruct sequence you guys got to get out of there and then it's like okay let's leave but then like before you can leave the dude shows up mm-hmm. and is like i won't let my research die with me and then i'm doing the motion for injecting yourself in the neck again
0: yeah epipenning himself well right. that's not where you epipen but whatever yeah
1: yeah it, it rather it probably induces a very violent allergic reaction <laughs> exactly. to turn him into a big monster mm-hmm. but and then you have to like trap him because literally in Resident Evil 2, you, like, move an arm that has, like, it's holding oh. girders, and then, like, oh, okay. you, you smack him. Oh, okay. So maybe you can, like, you, like, UFO catcher the girders. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, yeah, two people have to operate two different switches to turn it horizontally or mm-hmm. vertically, and then you drop it on him, and then you escape.
0: Yeah, I like that. So, like, you have to drop on enough girders so he can't move, and yeah. you can just have Chris reading, it's like, that doesn't look like it's heavy enough, you get away, <laughs> and... He's essentially like invulnerable in a sense. So like right. when they sh- when you when the first round goes off, they shoot him. He's like you like the bullets aren't doing damage. Oh, okay. But well, they're keeping him
1: from moving. Yeah. Here's what we can do. So he'll just have a certain damage threshold before he gets staggered and has mm-hmm. to like kind exactly. of do-, do the big boss like I'm leaning down and recovering animation. Exactly. And then during that animation, you drop shit on him. He should be like chasing you around, right?
0: Yeah. So my thought is that like on his turn, if you don't restrict him, he chases you down and he like hits you hard.
1: But nice. I mean, if he's already like, if you're already throwing girders onto him, then like, can't he not move?
0: Well, I don't think he's like, it's like enough to keep him down. Like, the girders are to like knock him unconscious, quote unquote. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, sure. So
0: you have to drop enough girders, like,
1: you need to drop more damage on him so he oh, gets knocked out. Oh, right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so you're just trying to kill him.
0: Yeah, yeah. kill him. Yeah, right. Okay. Like, yeah, like that makes each sense. girder does like a thousand damage or something ridiculous. Okay, yeah. Because like, his health pool is almost arbitrarily in, like unimportant. It's how many girders you drop on him. Yeah, but the bullets you're doing does restrain him. Yeah, exactly. And you can even give him legendary actions. I know if they're level one to three, that's like kind of scary. But you can do the recent Z Bashaw video I watched today was that like oh the way legendary action works that you can do is like they set up an area of attack that always hits, and then at, and then it just like telegraphs the attack, and then after another person's legendary action or turn he does a legendary action and then he hits and then yeah. that gives you movement time to escape etc cetera, etc cetera.
1: yeah that feels very resident evil
0: yeah so yeah. i think that's an option for this final encounter design have that big clock in the background ticking down chris redfield yelling random american quotes yep. at you yep it's like great you got this hit him again
1: Yep. oh yeah. that yeah that actually sounds very chris redfield he's like
0: there's an rpg use it
1: Hmm. Mm. maybe it does end with an rpg
0: yeah it's like Dropping in some ammo for you. You got this, guys.
1: Oh, okay. Well, okay, so let's let's run through all the encounters we have set up. Yep. So it's first floor. There's going to be four rooms. Two mm-hmm. of them have zombies. One of them have ammo plus herbs. Mm-hmm. Herbs. Herbs. And aluminum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth room has the... Uh, what was the puzzle in the fourth room for the key? Uh, for the key... Uh, Oh, we did, like, the weird, like, painting thing that shows you which window to break. So, yeah, so you get the key, you go up to the second floor, there's gonna be, what, three rooms? Yeah. And then maybe, like, we you can, should we include, I mean, you might as well just also include, like, more zombie and item rooms. Yeah, you can just sprinkle them
0: out if you need to. Yeah, You you be the judge (laughs) of the DM, that's kind of all up to you. I mean, at least have one, I think.
1: Yeah, just so it's not like, oh, every room was a puzzle room.
0: Yeah, or yeah. like, if there's a puzzle in the room, then have a zombie also there being in a hindrance every once in a while. Right, yeah.
1: Or, you know, like, give them some items if they need items. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. So you have the... It's going to be three medallions, right? hmm Did we come up with a third medallion puzzle? Uh, oh, it was the Wordle.
0: Yeah, there's... Well, there's herb ones, which there's, is the Wordle. Thing. Yeah,
1: and there's going to be of flavor, and it's Combat like, Encounter. Which is
0: Combat Encounter. And then the possible the uh, rat, rat thing yeah. in
1: the room to get the third one. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of like a nice precursor. Well, because well, that's going to be like a testing lab, right? Uh, It could just be his rat room. That is a room. <laughs> that is a room. You got me there. And that'll be kind of like a precursor into like the fact that there's a lab underground. Though everybody will probably already mm-hmm. know.
0: Yeah. And there'll be like notes there. Be like, oh, these are the experimentations I've gotten. And if you really want to make it dark. You can add in elements of his, like, daughter that he's experimented on. There's, right. You just, like, lightly sprinkle it in. Don't put him in the 2 forefront. Um At some point, maybe Detective Clark comes back zombified, and you have to fight him if you didn't put him down. Yeah. Sure.
1: Fun encounter there.
0: But, yeah, after that, they're going down to the lab, right? In the lab, it's just the final fight. You discover the big plot, and then you have to fight the boss. There is no actual puzzle here. It's yep. just the boss is the puzzle.
1: Yep, yeah. And I mean, it's a pretty involved fight in itself, so.
0: Yeah, so I assume it'll take a lot of time. I don't know how long this will take, honestly. Just, like, thinking back on it.
1: Um, I can see the puzzle's taking a super long time.
0: Yeah. Especially on, like, how the players want to approach it, and how, I guess, like, some players are just really good at solving puzzles. Um, True, yeah um it's it's kind of a toss-up but that's what the zombies are for That's yeah, how you exactly. slow things down right but, um if they're fighting a lot give them more ammo they're yeah not fighting yeah. enough don't give them ammo
1: yeah and i, I guess like i can kind of see going like way more in depth and just like well with how short or like you know with how kind of streamlined the progression is in this one mm-hmm. i guess you wouldn't really have a lot of room to include just like a bunch of guns yeah, I would sprinkle in more
0: guns if you're expecting more fights. Like, if you want them to fight a lot and that's what you want to run, yeah. they'd be like, oh, you killed a special ops member. He had a magnum on him, and then you right. have a magnum now.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So it should be, like, Resident Evil flavory enough to just, like, have guns as a mechanic in the game mm-hmm. and then pick up a shotgun and then pick up ammo and stuff. So
0: Yeah, so how do you feel about the one shot?
1: Um. Yeah, I think it turned out pretty well. It's interesting doing a sort of, like we're literally going to make a Resident Evil one-shot mm-hmm. where you play in Resident Evil 1, basically. Yeah. I think you definitely could include, like, a lot more stuff to make it feel more Resident evil and I think, like, if you were doing a longer-form campaign, maybe, Yeah. or just, like, you were doing, like, a longer session, Yeah. then you can include that. But, yeah, I think it it's more than just, like, oh, we designed a really good system for Resident Evil. It's more just, like, it would be kind of fun to just be like, hey, you guys want to come and play Resident Evil the tabletop game yeah. with me this Saturday? And then that, I would totally be down to do that.
0: And it definitely, I haven't played Resident Evil to be fair, but it sounds like it has the vibes of it from what I've heard from Daniel and my friend Josh describing it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, you're in a mansion and there's zombies, so therefore it's Resident Evil.
0: Puzzles, and then each room just right, makes puzzles. no sense.
1: Yep, completely nonsensical keys.
0: And if they ever try anything special, you're just like, shut up, it's Resident Evil. Right, exactly. Okay, exactly. cool, cool, cool. Well, that's our podcast for today. That was our one shot that we made. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Let me know if you try it out or if you think you need any specific changes or just want to talk about Resident Evil lore with Mr. Daniel Lee here today.
1: Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Maybe be like just make a Discord or something so I can just talk about Resident Evil <laughs> for hours and just have
0: it wrong and people yeah. fact checking you all day. But yeah, if you have any other prompts for us, you can hit us up at one shot at a time on Twitter, or you can email us at one shot at a at gmail.com. As always, uh, we don't spend any money to advertise this podcast, so word of mouth, letting your friends know, really helps us out. Yep. Um, I really appreciate it. Daniel appreciates it, I hope.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) That was a long pause for that. What? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, be on the lookout for us at cons maybe in the future.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely try more, and I'll try to announce them much earlier in the future. Right. And not after the episode's already come out. I mean,
1: definitely this time it was not possible because we literally only found out two days before the con is happening.
0: Yeah, and I missed the email and found out the d- two days after that.
1: Yeah. So maybe don't look out for us at Future Cons because maybe <laughs> they won't invite us back. Yeah,
0: because our logistics are terrible. <laughs> Anyways, as always, if you have a chance when you're listening to this podcast, either on Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, probably not Google, it still doesn't like me, Apple Podcasts,
1: that's it. Give us them five stars. Yep,
0: five star review. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Same Tattoo
1: time- the name of the podcast onto your butt. Dude, if
0: someone actually does that, this would be pretty high. I, I, I would enjoy. Will that.
1: it? I would be like, oh no, you made a very poor decision.
0: <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. Although I would feel bad because, like, I don't know if you're like making fun of our podcast, saying our podcast is ash. That
1: is crazy way to make a very, very non impactful joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's the rest of this podcast. We'll catch you all next week. Bye, baby.